What's going on? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com talking to you today about how to understand people egotism versus egocentrism. They're two different things. They are often confused, but they're two very different things. And understanding both of those polarities of human nature makes it so much easier to understand where people are coming from, uh, as well as to be able to predict their behavior. Okay, so the reality is everyone has an ego, okay? Unless you're an enlightened being living in Christ consciousness and have identified with the entirety of the universe as opposed to just yourself in this physical body, you have an ego, all right? People will tell you that they do things without an ego or that they've moved beyond their ego, but they haven't, okay? Some exceptional beings have. They are the one in a billion enlightened saints and sages of our history. That at least, at least that's my belief. You don't have to believe that. But everyone else is uh, operating on human instincts, uh, moving towards pleasure and away from pain. Okay, even if that instinct is charity, is helping people, that person is still getting a payoff from helping those people. Okay, and in fact, helping others is one of the best ways to to make yourself happy. I get a lot of pleasure out of helping you guys and, and seeing the nice comments that everyone leaves. And that makes me really happy. Okay. But I'm still getting a payoff, right? As long as I'm conscious and alive, I'm getting a payoff from my actions. Okay. I don't like the word ego. I think it's overused. I think I don't necessarily agree with Freud's uh, descriptions of human experience. Um, I think it's an inaccurate. I think a better term is just yourself. Uh, but I'll use it here as a term because people are familiar with it. And it's also these two terms are taken from the treatise on love by a Russian ethologist uh, translated into English. The translation is not very good. I wouldn't, you know, you can have a look at it, but I'm going to have a lot more stuff coming from that particular essay this year. And basically, it's the idea that ethology is the animal behavior, the study of animals applied to people. If you've heard of evolutionary biology before and evolutionary psychology, it comes from that field. But there is a lot more to it, in, in my opinion, and to this author than, than your general sort of rehashed evo psych stuff that has now become somewhat generic and mainstream. The alpha male, the beta male, those types of things. There's so much more to it. Um, so for the t sake of argument, I'll use the author's terms of egotist and uh, egocentric, okay? Um, an, ego an egotist is someone who is aware of their place in the world and will fight for it. On the extreme, um, you would probably call them a sociopath when they have very low empathy and they basically look at people as ATM machines, like, you know, what buttons can I push on this person to get this particular reaction or what can, you know, people just exist um, you, to be manipulated, but that's not actually egocentric. Egocentric is a person who literally, although mostly unconsciously acts as if the world revolves around them. The egotist knows very well that the world doesn't revolve around them. They see the world as a struggle for their own instincts and they take a lot of time to understand other people's behavior. The egocentric person doesn't even think to understand the other person's behavior. They think albeit subconsciously that the world revolves around them a lot of time they can't understand why the person is getting mad at them they will have a response something like how could you do this to me 
right? Instead of thinking about, well, you know, what were the particular actions that I did that are causing this person to be angry, okay? Most people tend towards one pole or the other, okay? The vast majority of people are not extreme egotists or not extremely egocentric, although there are plenty of examples of those. A lot of, you know, politicians and business leaders will, will fall towards the egotist side and a lot of the actors and musicians and, and those types of people will fall towards the egocentric side, okay? The worst people in the world fit those extremes, um, and when that's combined with the characteristic of low empathy, you have the, you know, Hitler's and, you know, Stalin, Hitler, Mussolini, those are the extreme um, egotist side, you know, and, and extremely egocentric people will also do a fair amount of damage when they, when they have low empathy. So, but um, I'm just using these two terms, not specifically for the poles, for the extremes, but just to understand which way, because everyone tends towards one or the other, okay? Towards egotism or towards egocentrism. Myself included, you included. Um, so to break down egotism further, an egotist understands people well, but still puts themselves above others. It's an attribute of high rank in the ethological sense of, of humanity and sense that they have an inborn high rank, like I am, you know, any type of a leader will, will oftentimes see themselves that way and, and put their interests first while still understanding people and how to get what they want out of those people, okay? Egocentrism, on the other hand, is the inability to wish to put oneself in another person's place. Like, you know, the expression to stand inside another person's shoes. The egocentric person either doesn't think about it or has no interest in putting themselves in someone else's shoes, okay? <laughs> You're probably thinking of a couple people that you've met that fit either of those descriptions. Um, Egotism is is unwilling to divest of one's own interest, okay? That applies to a lot of high-ranking men. I'm selfish in terms of my uh, interest. I definitely tend towards uh, egotism, okay? Although I am not a low-empathy person, I actually have a lot of empathy for people, uh, but I do t tend towards putting my interests first, but at the, at the same time, understanding people. If I want to do business with someone, I'm going to think about, well, What's a win-win scenario for me where I can do businesses with this person and we can have a good business relationship? That's, that's an example. Of, it's, it's egotism, but there's still empathy and, and there's still the idea of creating some type of win-win scenario. Okay. Um, in general, men tend to be more egotistic and women tends toward, tend towards more egocentric. But again, that's only a generality. There's, there's plenty of exceptions and, and, and everyone's different. Um, but the egotistic person is able to reflect on themselves, reflect on their place in the world, and they will be able to have an adequate self-evaluation of, of, of themselves in other people's eyes. Um, for example, I know exactly how attractive I am to women. I know how many women I have to approach. I know approximately how many women are going to reject me. I know if a girl's interested or not by the way she texts back. Um, an, an egocentric person might think that they're, if it's a guy might think, well, he's God's gift. I'm God's gift to women. You know, all these women must like me or there's some type of fault or something like that. I know that there's a, it's a competition for my interest. I, I have a pretty good understanding of, of how people see me. Um, and 
that that helps me to navigate the world and, and create better things for, for my self-interest. Okay. Um, most guys that are successful in business, by the way, are not egocentric. You can't be um, because you, you rely on customer feedback and client feedback and you have to take that into account. Uh, if you want to be su successful with women, you have to understand their feedback. You have to know how you rank on your sexual market value and, and being able to expand that. The egocentric person, they're, they're not going to be able to hear about sexual market value. They're just going to feel slighted that someone doesn't like them as opposed to, well, okay, they don't, they don't like me for this reason because um, they're outside of my league. How do I make myself more attractive? Or how do I make myself more attractive to potential investors for my business? Or how do I get more clients by appealing to their, to give them what they want, right? This is stuff that I harp on a lot for you guys because that is how to actually succeed in the world. Not thinking the world revolves around you, that egocentric view, is a surefire way to, to have massive difficulties in, in um, achieving your goals. So, some egotistic people have empathy or, or have understanding of people, like the, the furthest end, the low empathy guys. They can understand when people are suffering. They just don't care. Those are scary people, right? <laughs> and a lot of those people are in power. They have very good understanding of people, and they don't care. <laughs> That's a dangerous person, okay? The egocentric person just doesn't just doesn't understand. Either they're unwilling to understand because they don't care, or they literally, there's some people that literally, I swear, they literally don't think about what the other person's perspective would be like. Other people to them are just characters in their in their reality, and they have a hard time accepting that you exist independently on your own. Um, you might have noticed this in dating, and of course this doesn't apply just to women, but um, someone who, 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 you know, keeps after you and telling you how much they like you or, or something along those lines, but they can't understand the, the problems that you have with them, right? And if you bring up a problem, it's how could you do this to me? Or, you know, I like you so much, right? And, and you're saying, well, this, that's what you want. But here are the particular problems that, that we have with each other, but they are they're unwilling to to step into your to shoes to be able to see that. Okay. Um the egotist regards the world as a scene for fighting for his interests. Um I'll admit I, I do look at the world this way. There is a lot of half the world is cooperation, you know, all those good things and charity and all that, but half of it's competition. Okay, I'm, I'm talking to you from a relatively comfortable lifestyle because I competed really hard to get here. And I, I pulled myself out of working jobs that I hated. And if I hadn't competed and if I hadn't put myself into this marketplace of ideas and, and competed and, and you know now have your attention if you're watching this, I never would have been able to, to have the kind of life that I wanted. Um, so that's a reality. Okay, And that, that's egotism in a nutshell. Okay, someone who's willing to, who sees the world as, as a, um, a place for his interest and is willing to compete. The person with zero or very low empathy is willing to do almost anything and disregard others' feelings, even though they know how those people are feeling. Um, most of those people came from traumatic childhoods, by the way, when, you, when you're trying to understand those people. It's like they didn't have love from their, from their parents, so they learned not to have love for other people. Like by the age of, of 10 or 12, 
those really bad guys, those really super egotistical, low empathy, dark triad, um, super Machiavellian guys, by the time they were 12, they were a little monster, right? They were a machine pressing buttons to get people, you know, to get what people want, to get what they want from people. By the way, I've worked with a few of those guys in sales. I worked with one guy who invented fake children that he would talk about on his phone calls. If, if the clients had children, he would, he would go back to his, and he had this whole narrative of his fake children. He also had, uh, you know, if the client said they were vegan, he said he was vegan. Whatever, whatever he had to say. And this was a guy that if you just spoke to him, seemed like a super nice, pleasant, agreeable guy. But, I mean, totally, total sociopath. Total sociopath. Um, and there are, there are a lot of people like that out there. He eventually got fired because his brother worked at another company and he was stealing the company leads and database and giving them to his brother because, like I said, the guy's a sociopath. So the extreme um, egotist, you know, you'll, you'll see them in business, you'll see them in politics, you'll see them in sales. A lot of them can be very successful because they learn how to um, hide and manipulate and, and um, have very little empathy for, for people. On the other end is the egocentric, okay? Someone who has no understanding or very little concern for, for understanding other people. The egotist understands people, the egocentric doesn't, okay? The egocentric person only thinks of their own problems uh, or concerns and doesn't even think about what other people, they, they would make um, oftentimes terrible salespeople because they don't know how to give people what they want. The egocentric regards the world as a society of people in love with them, right? And that other people are naturally concerned about their problems. They're the type of people that send me emails in all caps, a title in all caps about a, an urgent problem that must be solved right now, usually about a girl, and send me um, an essay worth of questions that I need to solve right now for them, uh, without any regard for my time or my business to the fact that I'm running a business, okay? It, part of the reason I took my email off my website from comments like those, okay? Now, I'm not, that's a very small minority of my audience. I know that. Um, but those those people do exist as opposed to someone who would, you know, if I'm reaching out to someone, I'll say, hey, what's your, what's your rate? You know, love your site, love what you're doing, uh, you know, great great products and stuff, you know, what do you charge per hour? Love to talk with you, right? Because I understand where that person's coming from. I understand that, that that's their, their business, right? The egocentric person just says, I, this is an urgent question. I need help with this right away. Because in their mind, they think that other people care as much about their interests as they do, okay? It's not just women, but you do, you know, one might say, the author says, let's put it that way, that you find this more often in, in women. Now, those egocentric people, they might seem nice. You might, you might not realize it until their, their environment de demands a sacrifice and their true colors are shown. Like if you're working on a project or I had an HR manager who, who was exactly fit that bill. She seemed super nice. She was always doing things for other people, but... Um, there were major problems in her work. She also ran the office. And if those problems were brought up, it was, you know, how could you, how could you do this to me? Right. It was immediately like very clear that, that she couldn't understand other people's interests. She, all she saw was that she was being attacked. And then it was like, well, I, 
I'm, I'm trying to be nice to everyone. How can you attack me? Even when you went out of your way to just really gently go around the situation and, and say, hey, look, you know, my client's consistently not getting their orders fulfilled, you know, um, what can we do to solve this? I'm happy to chip in on my end, um, that type of thing. But those, those people, you might not realize it until later, they can't hear that. They literally can't hear that. All they hear is being attacked, no matter how many times you, you try and put it to them. So the egocentric person is not necessarily a nasty person. It's not a, um, they're just insensitive. They're just insensitive to, to other people's inner realities. Um, and, you know, in, and it's in this, in a, in a way it's kind of like a lack of empathy. Like it doesn't mean they necessarily want to want to hurt someone or would want to manipulate someone to the degree that the, the egotist would, but it's just literally like not putting themselves in other people's shoes. Right. They can read gestures, um, and they can read emotions, but they don't actually go around and, and go inside that other person. Um, and they are not interested in, in the sort of the outside world. The extreme egocentric person is the person who doesn't read. They don't have an interest in the news or, or you know, politics or psychology or anything like that. It's like their interest is like Facebook and their job and, you know, a couple other things. And if you go on a date with this person, okay, and I'm not saying it's, it's all women, but I've been on dates with, with a girl where it was two and a half hours of, of talking about, well, actually, I probably cut it shorter than that. But it was literally, you know, I'm asking her questions and it was like not a single question about me. Right. Not a single question. It would just be like, what's going on with her life? Good and bad. I mean, even on a first date, this girl's talking about all kinds of problems and things of that nature. Stuff, stuff that, you know, most people wouldn't show on, on, on first meeting someone. Usually there's a give and take. Right. You ask them on a question. They answer a little bit. They ask a bit about you, about your but some people, it's literally like, and, and guys do this as well. You know, some guys will go on a date and just talk about his job and his car and stuff. But they literally won't ask you a single question about yourself. When, when you have that, and, and the last example I remember, this was, this was a nice person, rel relatively. But zero interest, zero interest in, in my inner reality, who I am outside of, you know, just being a character in front of her on that date. Um, a lot of these people don't ever any any interest in like the world around them or you know what happens after you die or psychology or philosophy and and they think you know if you want to talk about those things they think well why are we talking about this right their interest is just right right here just whatever it's just right in front of their face okay so it's a it's like um freud using narcissists as the example Narcissist is not the egotist. It's actually the, the egocentric person in love with their, their reflection. And they assume that other people are, if not in love with them, but they are as interested in their, in themselves and their reflection as they are. Okay. And I fall very far away from egocentrism. I really don't, outside of these videos, I really don't care too much about talking about myself. I'm, if I'm sitting down with someone, I'm more interested in them. I'm interested in how they think, how they work. Um, because I can always learn something from people. And I know that if I'm on a date or if I'm um, selling someone, the best sales or the best date is when they're talking 70% because then they start to feel comfortable and they open up and then now you can actually connect with someone. I'm happy to sacrifice talking about myself. I actually don't even find talking about myself all that interesting 
to, to, to a degree because I already know all that stuff. <laughs> you know, I already know about myself. I, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, I'm, I might be excited about certain things, but I'm as much interested in hearing about other people. Um, and I definitely am always feeling what other people are feeling. I always, I always have that, that empathy sort of can't be t turned off. You know, I can always tell what people are feeling. I can see how they're responding to that. You know, I can calibrate myself to the person I'm speaking with. The egocentric person is the opposite. Um, and I would say I have much, much less of that than I do of, towards the egotist side. An egocentric person, though, can, the, the author makes the, the case that it's an egocentric person can be an egotist, which I agree with to some degree. Um, and, but that person is going to be an absolute monster. That's a person who can um, read people really well, but also doesn't experience, also doesn't empathize with them or experience life from, from their perspective. They just, they just have learned the gestures and the, and the behaviors and, and, and the mimicry very well. But they still feel like they're the center of the universe type thing. Those are dangerous people, by the way. Um, the author also makes an interesting point that egocentric people are robbed in a crowd more often and they don't notice or feel anything. This is very true. If you ever walked around with an egocentric person, they have no idea of the people around them. Okay, There are tour groups that come into Chiang Mai all the time. Uh, with a lot of families who, who exhibit, um, I won't say from where, very egocentric behaviors in the sense that like if you're not in their family, they literally don't realize that you exist. They will talk over your head or jump in front of you in line. Like talk over, over your head or like literally right beside your head to their other family member. Because you like you literally don't exist or barely just register as like in their realities like, oh, something other than my family is, is blocking my way here. <laughs> like, and those are the type of people because they have so little awareness of the outside world because they're so in, un, uninterested in it that they can easily be robbed in a crowd. I, I very much agree with that. And egotism is really just the extension of, of childhood, um, kind of without the maturation of adulthood. I've got uh, the woman who, who cleans my room and cleans my building has just the cutest niece. And, you know, whenever she's over here cleaning, I let her watch cartoons and, and um, you know, give her food and basically just spoil her because I don't have kids and she's so cute. But now she just, she just comes in, she just knocks on the door, just takes off her shoes, plops up on my couch, puts her dirty feet up on the couch, just starts turning on, like just straight gangster, which I think is so cute. But that's because she's a child. Okay. The child doesn't, doesn't have the understanding to understand how other people's minds work. And, and, you know, I can remember being a child, the things that I used to do, it's like, because you don't understand people, you you don't, they're just sort of characters in your reality, right? And that's okay because that's a child. But some people don't evolve past that mentality, you know, into their teenage years or, or especially into their adult years. And they don't understand how to regulate their behavior or, or, or understand how to get what they want from people outside of, you know, certain tactics that, that they learn in childhood as opposed to like, actually empathizing with that other person's feeling and um, being able to deliver value. So the egocentric is usually the really high, 
highly egocentric person is someone who doesn't feel a whole lot of guilt. They're the high ego, the, the person at the far end of ego, egocentrism and egotism, neither of them feel a lot of guilt. Um, but the egocentrism person doesn't feel guilt for the fact that they don't think that they did anything wrong. It's always someone did something to me, right? Because, well, if you're the center of your world, if you're the center of your reality, which they don't, they, they, they believe that subconsciously, they wouldn't, they would, they wouldn't say that outright, but they, they walk around as if they're the center of the reality. Well, someone did something to me. Someone did something mean to me. So they don't feel a sense of guilt. The egotistic person um, feels le uh, lack of guilt for other reasons because they look at the world as a ruthless battle for survival. And, and if they cheat someone in business, they just feel, well, they're stupid. They might even get like a, what's, um, what sociopaths have, which is called duper's delight, where they get high off of cheating someone. They're like, they feel powerful for it. Um, cause that other person's stupid, right? They, they won't feel a sense of guilt because they see the world as a no holds barred competition for survival and people that have morality or empathy are stupid. Truly. It's hard, hard for some people to believe that those people like that exist. But, you know, look at the wars and look at all the um, horrible things that happen. Those are your ego, super egotistic, low empathy, very intelligent, um, very smart, connected, have made a lot of money. Those When people have all those characteristics... Dangerous. Your Hitlers, your Mussolinis, those type of guys. They don't care. Um, or, or, or they feel that they also might feel that like they they're a necessary person. So that suffering that they cause for people is necessary because they're the person to bring communism to the world or something along those lines, right? They're this you know very special person. So egotism and and, and um, Egocentrism, both like those extremes are, are, are very dangerous. Um, I mean, just, just a smaller level example, you know, the relationship with Kanye and Jay-Z. Kanye's putting out these crazy tweets and thinks he's the next Steve Jobs and thinks he's Einstein. Uh, Kanye's, between those two, Kanye's the egocentric. I love his music and not to put him down. And I don't think that he's a bad person. Okay, I'm not, I'm not comparing these two guys to those other horrible examples I just used. Uh, but he's definitely the egocentric one. And uh, he can't understand why people don't see him as the, as the Steve Jobs of his generation. Because in his mind, that's a fact. Right? In his mind, that's a fact. And he can't understand why people think his tweets are crazy and all that stuff. In, in his mind, because, you know... And he, again, I said the people in the, the music and the art, artistic field tends towards that egocentrism. And part of that is, you know, what gives them their gift is, is just, you know, channeling that. Jay-Z, on the other end is the cold calculating player in the game of life. He's one of the best that I've ever seen. There was a video of him um, in an elevator where his sister-in-law started attacking and kicking him and he just coolly brushed her off because he, he knows he can't do anything. He knows there's cameras in the elevator. He knows he can't hit a woman even if she attacked him. And the second they get off the elevator, there's a, a, a press team and, and crowd waiting for him. He just you know, smiles and, and walks on his way because that's how how tight he is in his game. And he never makes social mistakes. He never tweets anything crazy. He is a businessman. He can get along with other businessmen. He knows how to make people like him. He knows how to sell. He knows how to develop relationships. Extremely smart guy. And again, not comparing him to any of these other horrible people. I'm just saying 
those are two examples in a relationship. And that's why those guys have so much tension. You know, they're, they're falling in and falling out of each other. Um, you know, Jay-Z can probably has some love for Kanye, but it, it, a lot of it's like, he's one of his biggest artists and, you know, Kanye can't understand times where Jay-Z doesn't think that Kanye is his world. <laughs> you know, he, it, I mean, Kanye spent 40 minutes on stage insulting Jay-Z, the guy who basically, um, made his career. So those are just two small examples. Um, in my opinion, like, I, I think you have to tend towards, well, okay, first of all, you want to have empathy, but secondly, a lot. If you're if you are looking at the world from an egocentric perspective, you're you're really going to suffer as a man in terms of getting what you want. If you're a really pretty girl, you might be able to get away with it, okay. But as a man, you're going to suffer, okay. I think that uh, I, I've I've done some research and I think a lot of the problem that guys have with girls is 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 there. There's there's guys coming from these egocentric frames where the world owes them something where the world owes them a hot girl, even though they don't have themselves together. And they're the guys who get ripped off by these pickup artists who tell them that looks don't matter and you can get a 10 without money, without looks, without status, you know, you know, and, and, and it's like they sell them these, these snake oil products, they sell them the moon and it doesn't work. The guy who buys into that, right? He's not tuned into what other people think. He's not tuned into like, okay, women like this style, women like this kind of guy. How do I become that kind of guy? He's just, he's buying into that, that dream because, you know, a lot of these guys get upset and, you know, they think that they, you know, they, they should just be able to get a nine. And if not, she's superficial. It's like, yeah, but you're looking at her for her looks. Don't you think that she would, that your looks and the things that you have going on would make a major um, impact on her as well? And... I think a lot of guys struggle in business when they think the world owes them something or the world, you know, they expect the world to be easy when it's not. Um, and, 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 you know, they, they have to toughen up, but they think, well, this is unfair or a lot of people blame other people, you know, these people holding me down or this, this is holding me down or, and take on that victim mentality. That's egocentrism, that victim mentality. Okay. So I'm not going to tell you to be an egotist, but I'm going to tell you, first of all, have empathy. Second of all, tend towards, um, you know, how do I get what, what I want in life? Well, okay, I have to understand people. You have to understand people. You have to understand where you fit in. You have to understand how to give people what they want. Okay. I'm not saying cheat people. I'm not saying not have empathy. I'm saying have empathy, create win-win scenarios for sure. But understand you have to compete in business. You have to get clients by giving them what, what they want. You know, you have to give women what they want to a certain degree, right? You have to dress well, look look good, smell good, be charming. Um, helps if you have money. Helps if you have social status. Helps if you have a mission and, and a passion and, a, you know, um, something cool that you're working on that you can point towards. Helps if you have goals, okay? Um, there's no such thing as a free lunch. And thinking the world revolves around you is really going to make you suffer. So understanding the world, understanding people, focusing on your interests, do I mean I'm selfish? Okay, you can be selfish, um, but still be ethical about it. Like you know, I'll compete hard in business, right? You can compete hard in business, but don't cheat people. Don't cheat your clients, right? So I think that's the best way to go about life is like um, looking out for your self interest, but but 
getting what you want by giving other people what they want and being happier by helping other people. Okay. So it's, it's, it's taking care of yourself, but it's also having that empathy, also having that ethics and, um, you know, making it happen. Okay. Cause if you don't have ethics and stuff, dude, you're going to end up in jail. Okay. You're going to end up isolated. Your personal relationships are going to be messed up. Your kids are going to be messed up. How many of those successful, super successful, like really dirty guys like Bernie Madoff and stuff, their kids are all messed up because they were never around. They didn't give their kids love. You know, you're, you're going to feel, end up isolated and alone a lot. Um, and you're going to have to go through these really big mental gymnastics to, to convince yourself that you're not a bad, bad person. If you're egocentric, on the other hand, you're not going to be able to get what you want. You're just going to be constantly frustrated that people don't see you as the center of the universe. So moral of the story is look out for your own interest. Okay to be selfish. Just, just get the things that you want by adding value to other people, creating win-win scenarios, making your clients happier, solving problems for your clients, um, making yourself more attractive to women, uh, adding value to your friends, adding um, opportun- business opportunities to, your, to your, the friends in your network, you know, helping them in that way. Um, like giving value to get value, right? That's, that's a beautiful thing. That's something where everyone wins. And um, it's okay to be selfish about it, but, 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 you know, put yourself first, have empathy, add value, because that's a long-term mentality. Short-term mentality is just cheating someone. Long-term is like, how do I make this person a client for life? Or how do I make this a really good relationship, right? Instead of like ducking and dodging and pretending you have children that you don't or pretending that you don't have a wife and things like that. Those, those things tend to come back to you. So moral of the story, all right? I know I went through a lot of different scenarios here, but I hope you got it. Hope it was useful. I'm gonna have more stuff on ethology coming this year and let me know what you think in the comment section. As always, thank you so much for watching, listening, wherever you're getting this content, much love to you.